everyone. Hi, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here in my studio with stand-up podcast host and more, Justin Martindale. Hello. Hi, friend. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Good to meet you, too. Um, okay, so stand-up, uh-huh. host of Just Saying. You're the host of the Just Saying podcast, yeah. Did I miss anything? How I mean, else do you define yourself? Uh, I would say host, writer, you know. Man about town. Man about town. Guy who went to the Grove and saw uh, dog turds. Oh today. yeah, I was. I yeah, just avoiding dog turds at the Grove. Just judging people. <laughs> um, somewhere caught between Halloween and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a just a Renaissance man of sorts. Got it. <laughs> How do you feel about Halloween? I love it. It goes by really fast, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah, the, I, the Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. Yeah, it's like downhill. But I remember as a kid, it was an eternity. Oh, Halloween! Yeah, it was the best. But just the the passage of time. Really. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In general, yeah, yeah. Now everything's just like you blink. I'm like, oh my god, Thanksgiving's next week. Yeah, like Wait. that's not this coming week, no. but the next week. Right. Still. Right. It's and then fast. and it's just weird because I'm stuck in this like. I don't even know what it's called, where it's just like looking at Halloween decorations still up, and then all of a sudden there's a Christmas tree, and you're just like, what? It's just a holiday scene. And it's like 80 degrees outside, and I'm yes. in shorts, and I'm like, wait, what? I know. So it's very bizarre. But What does your tattoo on your left oh. forearm say? So this, um, I got this when I was in San Diego, um, very intoxicated. Mm. And um, it's Sugarfoot, which is the name of my mother's horse when I was... When she was a little girl, that um, she had to sell to Elvis Presley. What? Yeah, my granddad worked for Elvis. So, oh my god, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, so he was the manager of the Circle G Ranch in Memphis, mm-hmm. and um, what that was like this horse stables and stuff. Right. And so Elvis would just come over after you know my mom got out of school and like look at the horses and stuff. And Elvis told my uh, or my granddad told Elvis, he's like, you can have any horse, just don't take. My daughter's horse, Sugarfoot. And Priscilla was like, I want that one. <laughs> Did Priscilla hear your grandfather say that? I don't that? think so. But okay. like, he was like, Priscilla wants the horse. And he was like, oh. So. And then did they make him an offer he couldn't refuse or they exactly, couldn't say no yeah. to Elvis? No, you can't say no to Elvis. He'll shoot you. Or I know. Something. Just like or a shoot TV. Your TV. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, was your mother, how old was your mom? Oh, I think she was probably, oh man, I don't know. I want to say like eight or nine, maybe 10. Like, little girl. Was she really, really sad? To this day. <laughs> to this day, she hates Priscilla Presley. She's just like, that bitch. Right. Yeah. Well, how did she feel about Elvis? She loved Elvis. Mm. Everyone loved Elvis. Um, my grandmother actually went to school with him in okay. Tupelo. So, yeah, Elvis was like, you know, family pretty much. Right. I am a little bit disappointed in Priscilla's horse maneuvering. Horse trading, really. Yeah. Hearing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and does your mom, is your mom still with us? Yeah, yeah, she's okay. here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's actually, come on, mom, come in. in. <laughs> Welcome. I know. Um, does your mom, how does your mom feel about the tattoo? Oh, she thought it was great, but that she was like, what did you do? What did you get? And I was like, it says Sugarfoot. She's like, oh. <laughs> 
Oh. And I got it like in a blue suede like font and mm-hmm. like the U is like a horseshoe. Oh, let yeah. me see. Yeah, I know. And I have my watch over it. Like it's so dumb. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, so did you grow up hearing about Sugarfoot? Yes. <laughs> All the time. The legend, yeah, of, the sugar legend fit, of Sugarfoot. Yeah, the legend of Sugarfoot. I think that's the name of the episode, right? <laughs> right. The legend yeah. of Sugarfoot. <laughs> um, then that must have made you feel sorry for your mom? Uh... Yeah. Or angry at just angry at Priscilla. Well, I mean, f- to do that to a kid, it's like my God. And it was like the 1950s or late 50s, mm-hmm. maybe early 60s, something like that. And it's like just took a little girl's horse away. Like, I know that's so awful. Trauma. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So I was a guest on. Sol- oh my God, I always get the name of this podcast wrong, which I feel like is a really shitty thing to do. It's Chelsea Devante's celebrity. Is it called Celebrity Book Club? I think it's Celebrity okay. Book. Oh, she just changed the name to Glamorous Trash. So I didn't even Glamorous have to say Trash? It. Yeah, that's the name even, of the podcast? Mm-hmm, that's I didn't so have fun. to say the name. Unless that's the name of her book. Should we start this episode over again? <laughs> anyway, I believe that's the name yeah. of her podcast. Um, but she ha- she uh, she and the guest read a celebrity memoir, mm-hmm. and we read Elvis and Me by Priscilla Presley. I don't Which, know if you- not the best title. No. You know? I mean, it's very straightforward. Well, I mean, but I mean, the title, it's like, well, so, well, so, well, sounds like your business. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like, parentheses, this should have been y- kept between. Yeah. Elvis and me. Yeah. Okay. Sounds personal. Right. Oh, and it is. <laughs> oh. She was very young. She's 14. She was, I know. And that's what they did. Yes. It's so wild. Like, my grandparents got married when, I want to say they were 16. Wow. Yeah. Together. She- but they were both 16. They were both 16, Versus yeah. like Elvis was oh, yeah, like quite a bit older. Or and like so I initially read that book when I was, I want to say 13, and I watched the TV movie. And I remember thinking it was so like glamorous mm-hmm. and I aspired to that. And it's only looking, that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this book, reading it as an adult and being like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> there's something amiss here. But I'm trying to remember if they mentioned... The, sorry, did you say Circle G? The Circle G Ranch, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if that was in the book. It might have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a big, like, I mean, huge ranch, right. you know? I don't. I think it's still there now. I just don't know if it's, I want to say, I, I want to say I like looked it up a couple weeks ago because of something. I can't remember what. But yeah, I don't think it's mm. been, oh, sorry. I, I don't <laughs> think it's been shots, um, uh, kept up and whatnot. But, right, yeah, it's still there. What well, and now? What does a ranch do? I don't know. Okay, but you come from horse people, ranch people, ranchers. I guess so. I mean, it's like I'm from the south, so I feel like everyone at some point had ranch or land. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, yeah, or just like oil. Yeah, or like yeah, you have a creek and a like river, and you can go camp. And I think you call it a crick, though, right? A crick. <laughs> I feel like I'm down in the crick. I think the crick is more like eastern southern. Okay. Yeah. You know, my whole my life... My South was Creek! You know, yeah. <laughs> my whole life, I called it Appalachia, and then I had someone on the podcast who called it Appalachia. I call it Appalachia. Or I mean, Appalachian Mountains. Yes, that is what I would say as yeah. well. But they would say Appalachian. Yeah, that's... Mm-mm. It doesn't work it's for like me either. Kentucky coal miners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Um, did you have an accent? Wait, sorry. Oh, so, yeah. what state? Where, where are you from specifically? Texas. Texas. Yeah. So, I grew up in um, Tennessee for a couple years with my mom, and then uh, 
she she remarried and he got uh his job transferred over to Texas. So I was in Texas from like third grade until on. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, kindergarten on. Did you so. like your stepdad? Yeah. <laughs> well. Is she still with him? Uh, No. no. Okay. So no. then it seems like despite the fact that you went, meh, yeah. I'm sensing a little, little less than humongous embrace. And it sounds yeah. like you were right if she's not with them anymore. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. it all We're all very friendly-ish with one another, mm-hmm. like the kids and stuff, but I don't I don't really get too close. Do you have siblings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a sister and two brothers. Where wh- What's the birth order? The birth order is as follows. <laughs> uh, I am the the first. The, uh, the oldest. Uh, yes, I'm the oldest because uh, she married my dad when I was four, and then my sister and I are five years apart, and then my brother Aaron, and then my brother Paul is the youngest. And they're uh, oh God, I don't know. I still see them as like children. So they're I'm like, they're 30 something. Wait, she married your dad when you were four. Yeah. But like, was she married my stepdad when I was oh, four. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> I, no, got, I got confused. I know. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to need a diagram. Mm-hmm, a I'm full gonna family need... tree. Yes. Mm-hmm. You Do you travel with one? Do you have a travel tree? No. No travel tree. An app? Is there a there QR code I could scan yeah. that would pull it up? Sharks, listen up. Are you wanting to keep in touch with your family? Put a tree on it. It's a new family tree. App. I love it. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. married your stepdad, but that's the one that you were like meh about. Yeah. Okay, married that guy. Um, and do you call him your dad? Uh, no, no. Just today. Yeah, you did. Just, but back then I did. But like now, as like an adult, I'm like, yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. At what point did you realize that you wanted to do comedy? Um, I didn't. <laughs> I just, I was just always. You know, you do comedy now, right? I allegedly, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> right. yeah. Some, oh, we're gonna need some proof. Yeah, some of the Facebook groups and Reddit <laughs> ads will like let let me know otherwise. But um, yeah, I mean, I just always was kind of like the performer, the little showman, the little clown. And I was always very involved with like theater arts and talent shows and competitions and, you know, storytelling. And, and I was just good at it. And I just remember being a kid and people were telling me to be like, you should be a stand up comedian. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> dream big, guys, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I just, I just kind of got into theater and, Loved playing characters and all that stuff. And I always was like, oh, I'm going to be an actor. I want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And then and then I got out here and it was just kind of like, ah. And like the recession hit in like 2008 and I moved out here. And like everything was closed. Like I was waiting tables at the time and literally about to throw in the towel because I was just like, this sucks. This is awful. Like I'm eating hard-boiled eggs and toast every day. Um I'm living in this apartment that's like so expensive and I can't even pay for it. So I was like ready to pack up and go. Mm -hmm. And that's when I like looked at, um, it's like Facebook or something. And someone was saying like, Oh, there's a, an open mic in Silver Lake, like get six minutes of stage time. And I knew the guy who was booking the show at the time. So it was Bruce Daniels still booking that show to this day. Wow. Yeah. It was great. It's called drunk on stage at Akbar. And I called him up and was like, uh, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, everyone's kind of told me that I should be doing this. And I remember having a show. There was a show on in the background on like uh, Logo, mm-hmm. which is like an old 
I remember. Gay channel. Um, and there was like stand up there. And I just remember looking at like LGBT comics and I was just kind of like, this is easy. Like I could do this. Like some of them I was like, well, we're not good. You know what I mean? I was like, I could, I could totally kill this. <laughs> and, um, I got my set together and did it that night. And I had like friends come see me and stuff. And I remember going up on stage and doing it and then getting off stage and going, this makes sense. Like something just clicked Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, this is fun. Mm -hmm. And then the journey just went crazy. Like it was just, so I started stand up in October of 2008 in June of 2009, I got passed at the comedy store. <laughs> wow, that's really fast. Yeah, super fast. Was there, because from what I know of mm-hmm. uh, the comedy world, people resent it when people when it happens really fast. Oh, for yeah. Peers. So what happened? Hated. It's funny. I was talking about this last night with um, with some of the, the comics at the store last night. It came up and... Uh, they were like, oh, well, you're the last person picked by Mitzi Short, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but it also like y'all hated me for a really long time. <laughs> Some of you still do, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a lot, but it was a very magical night. That mm-hmm. was the day after Michael Jackson died and like music was just blasting through the streets on sunset cars and, you know, restaurants were playing him all over. And it was just one of those summer nights where everyone was just in town and together mm-hmm. and it was packed and like I did my set and I sat down and everyone was like get up Mitzi's here and I'm like okay I don't know who that is I had no <laughs> idea I had no idea I was just going to do a show right had no idea about the history of the building or what it entailed like what getting past was or handpicked or anything and I never met her because after she saw me she got in her car and left <laughs> She's like, pass him. Good night. And like left. Mm. So I never got to thank her until I saw her. The last time I saw her live was the uh, 40th anniversary of the store. And um, she was in the back in her little booth. And I just went up to her and hugged her. Not hugged her, but like said, hi, I'm Justin. Thank you so much for seeing something in me when I myself didn't see something. Oh, that's so sweet. And I grabbed her hand and she squeezed it. That was it. But it's crazy because I never knew the process like from the 70s, 80s, and 90s mm-hmm. where people would go up and audition for her and she'd sit in her booth and they'd do their time. And if she liked you and if she passed you, she would squeeze your hand as you walked out the oh. room. So I just recently learned that. I was like, oh, she squeezed my hand. Yeah. Because she was just, you know, she was very sick, very mm-hmm. frail. And uh, so it was just really nice that she kind of had that like connection with me at the time. Right. You said that she saw something in you at a time when you didn't see mm-hmm. something in yourself. Can you say more about what what you were going through at that time? Yeah, I was just broke. I was hungry, really vulnerable when it came to trusting people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got I got involved with some like really fun people, but like for the wrong reasons. Like I, I, uh, you know, I dabbled with drugs a little bit and, um, yeah, I was just, I was just like unemployed, but like, I, and like every day I would have a job one day, I'd show up to work the next day and there'd be like chains on the door. 
And so it'd be like, well, we don't work here anymore. And so it got to the point where like there was a little group of us that every new restaurant that would open up, we would all go together and we'd all get hired together. <laughs> and it was insane. Like that's how that worked. Like yeah. I've, I've, we, it feels like a good TV show. Seriously. We'd be like, well, where are we working this <laughs> week? You know? Right. So it was, it was, it was definitely uh, a lot. I felt like I really got here at a time where it was just like, all right, well, figure it out. When you say like a fun group of people, but you were together for the wrong reasons, are you talking about like friends that you were partying with? Yeah. I mean, it was just definitely like, you know, it was in my early 20s and it was like, you know, you move here from Texas and it's like, oh, we're going to here and uh, or we're going to this bar tonight and then we're going to go to this bar tonight. And so and so Pamela Anderson was there last night. And, you know, you just kind of get caught up in this like, Like this is how it happens, Mm -hmm. you know, like. I'm going to run into someone famous and it's all going to go uphill from here. (laughs) This is easy, you know? And then all of a sudden you're blackout drunk in a bar and you know, you're, you're sleeping till like three o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the afternoon and you wake up, you take a shot, you go take a shower Mm. and you go do it again. It's, it was just rough. How long was that phase? Would you say? Uh, that was probably like six months. Oh yeah. That was that was you pulled a, your stuff out of that. Past. Yeah. How did you get out of? Uh, I mean, would you characterize that time as like a time of substance abuse or just a time of sort of l- not being disciplined? Or it was all of it. It was all of it. I was young. I was naive. I you know my first time in like a big city by mm-hmm. myself, um, and I was very you know people liked me but you know it was like oh justin's fun he's funny like let's bring him you know and and i got to go like entertain people and make them laugh and people wanted to hang out with me more you know and um but yeah something inside me was just like no this isn't you you know and so i had to like get away from all that and then when I was ready, come back. Mm-hmm. Come back to to L.A. Yeah, I, oh, I, oh, you I, left. I left for a brief period Where'd of time. Where'd you go? I went to my aunt's house, and she lived out in like where was that? Like San Dimas or something. So, and it's and was a very like almost like a rehab situation mm-hmm. where it was just like figure it out, mm-hmm. get it together. And um, when I came back was like two thousand. I got two thousand five, two thousand six. So yeah. So I had moved out here after school. Sorry, I totally like left that part out. <laughs> That's okay. So wait, let's so, yeah. go back because mm-hmm. you had said you were here in 2000. Oh, 2008 is around when you started. You did your first open mic, but you yeah. came out. You went to school in Texas. Yeah. Where'd you go? Yeah. Where'd I go to school? Yeah. At Waco. Yeah. It was like, whew, it was like Baylor. So it was a whole thing. But um, yeah, so I moved out here from there and then. And what year was that? God, that was two thousand three. Okay, so you came out yeah. in two thousand three, and the and the plan was to to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's when I met the the group, and that mm. like it was, and they were great guys. It wasn't like I'm you know trying to trash them. Or yeah. We had a good time. It was just like not for me at the time. Right. Very young. Very like poor. You know, trying to fit in with these like scene guys. Like, were they party older? Guys. No, we we're all the same. They age. were just professional yeah. party dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, go to the most exclusive parties mm. and we're on the list. And- were you wearing like shiny shirts? I need a visual. Because when I think of <laughs> no, that time. No, I know. Very, it was very, yeah, it was like. Not a shiny shirt and like a choker necklace? Never did that. Okay. No, no. I was just kind of, I don't even remember what I wore. <laughs> I want to say it wasn't like that. Very Texas clothes. That's, I think I, yeah. Like Madonna in that video where she's dressed like that. a cowgirl. <laughs> 
Tell were me. some people wearing shiny shirts some people and chokers? wearing shiny shirts okay. and like you know body glitter and um uh what's it called uh hold on let me think of it oh my god hold on Givenchy cologne okay the one with the bottle where it's like the shape of a man's torso mm, yes like that one what was that angel perfume oh yeah, yeah. No, angel was i feel like i still smell angel though every now and then a woman will walk by me and it just transports me yeah because i'm like oh my god my grandma wore that yeah. So I'm your like, grandma wait your grandma wore Angel? Yeah. That is so hip. Was she she super- went to school with Elvis. <laughs> We're talking about the same clone, right? That smells sort of like root beer and marshmallows. Yeah. Your grandma? I'm so Just impressed. Just like slutty grandma. Yes. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a confession. Okay. I like the smell of Dracar. Dracar Noir? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the one. That's nostalgic. Yeah. But I feel like it's like, you know, cool to hate on it. Really? Who's hating so. on it? You know, cool people. No. I think like Savage is like, get out of here. Oh, I don't know what that's Johnny Depp's like. cologne. I'm just like, uh-uh. Johnny no. Depp has a cologne? Mm-hmm. Next thing you'll tell me, Keanu Reeves was in a band. I know, right? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what did it smell like? I don't know. Like, it's not good. Like Johnny Depp? I don't <laughs> but to me, that Johnny Depp would smell like leather and cigarettes. It's kind of like that with a little bit of spice to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't... Uh, where do you come down on Old Spice? I love Old Spice. Really? I do. I don't love it. I See, I wear the deodorant. Oh, my husband wears the deodorant. Which and one? I do like that. I, well, I don't know. One that smells good. But like when I think of Old Spice, I think of like the bottle that has like a little dropper and it just smells kind of like... Ugh. No, I but love... No, I like... Th- uh, which one do you wear? Swagger and Captain... Like that's I love the names of it. Like you'll have one that's like Panther or like <laughs> Wolf right. Claw, and you're like, "What is this?" Like, yes, I remember one time he said to buy him deodorant, and he said anyone was fine. And I stood there in the store, just like, "Is he more this or is he more this? Yeah. Is he more this or is he more this?" And they're all like the same level of like over the top masculine name. It's the Sorting Hat from Harry Potter, but for yes. deodorant. Yes, are you a wolf? claw or a dragon taint <laughs> right you know it's like <laughs> some totally. one of those I gotta, one of those i gotta ask him which one he mm-hmm. is um okay so by the way i had a period in new york which is kind of similar to your period yeah like, where it was i was a late bloomer and i was getting the experimentation i think out of my system mm-hmm. but i also felt this deep sense of shame because i was just like I'm not someone who dabbles in drugs this way, yeah. but I was, and I was, I just was like nervous all the time and I felt guilty and it just, even though there's, you know, on the face of it, there's nothing really wrong with it, but it's just not who I thought I was mm-hmm, supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I knew it was something more than that. I was like, I'm not going yeah. out like that, you know? Right. And uh, that's what I feel bad now. It's like, I look at people, oh, I look at people like that where I see people who you just, you see it happen to them. Yeah. You see life happen to them. And I've actually seen that with one of the one of the girls that I used to work with. Mm. Like she became homeless. The, oh, work with at restaurants? Yeah. And I would see her like walking the streets and like street walking or just walking the streets. No, that's just like homeless. Lived. Okay. Yeah. Unhoused. Yeah. Mm. Um Do you know what happened to her? No. It's crazy too because I think about her all the time because she would be in my area of of town mm. and i saw it like 
Escalade. And mm-hmm. I think she used to have a place over in Hollywood and she was really into yoga and she was just always just like this bright light, very mm-hmm. zen. You know, even we would always laugh because, you know, during like a really busy shift or something, we'd be downtown working at some restaurant and we're all just like, and you just look over and she's like, you know, and then I don't know what happened. I, I, apparently, what I think is that her parents passed away mm. and she just kind of was alone. I think she might have been an only child or something. Mm-hmm. And then just watching her, like I remember seeing her walking down the street once, the very like one of the very few times, and I was like, hey, how are you? And she turned around. She was like kind of surprised mm. or kind of it could have been embarrassed mm-hmm. that I saw her. And I was like... What are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm just, you know, just walking around. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, good seeing you. Hope I see you soon. And then, like, a couple years would go by. And then I would, <laughs> I had a set at the Laugh Factory one night. And I walked outside and I'm like talking to people and stuff. And she just beelines right through the crowd. She has missing teeth, mm. just screaming, just obscenities. And I'm just oh. kind of like, oh, man. Yeah. And then I want to say like 20. 2021 she was like full like camped out Mm -hmm. by a gas station but like gone so there's part of me that was just like how do i do i say anything or do i and i and i contacted like a women's shelter Mm -hmm. um just because that just breaks my heart when i see yeah that's women like homeless women it's just like ugh. i mean in general yes it's awful but it's like something like even more more vulnerable yes and like just the what they go through and right. and uh so i think they they were like thank you for uh you know sending us her way and then i just haven't seen her since so i'm hoping she's okay i'm hoping she's getting help but yeah. you know one of my kind of really brought it down <laughs> sorry that's okay <laughs> i uh it's good it's honest and i enjoy up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my so after college, I moved back to Southern California, which is where I had been. Then I went to New York, and then I came back, and then moved to LA. But in that t- period of time after college, before I moved to New York, one of my this guy, he and I were inseparable. We were really, really, really close, and I knew that he had had problems with drugs as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there were probably some drugs while he and I were hanging out. This is when I was still like a dare to keep kids off drugs kind of person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very like innocent, but I didn't, but it, he was like functioning. He, he had a, you know, successful job and everything was fine with him, I'd say. And then anyway, f- fast forward to now where he is like, from what I hear, a complete junkie, um, I think kind of like paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. And there was a pure and and all the people, like the people that he surrounds himself with now, I think are are other junkies. Mm-hmm. Do we do we do we even say junkie anymore, or is that like not a good term? At this point, I don't care. Okay, like you know what I mean. Other addicts. I'm gonna say yeah, other yeah, addicts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say junkie, I mean specifically because I, I believe it's heroin i don't know yeah um, i think heroin could is junkie yeah okay other addicts <laughs> other yeah um but and and you know we were all sort of in this in this group of friends mm-hmm. we were all in the music scene um and all those sort of original people have have 
are not in touch with him anymore. But I, I'm basically like kind of braced for the call or that's like, did you hear what happened to so-and-so? And will I be okay with the fact that I didn't try to get through to him? Mm-hmm. But I also, I don't know. I, that's something I reckon with. But I also feel like I am not like delusional enough to think that I would somehow you be the one done, person no, you have who to could get, get that through out of to him. Yeah, no. But I, it's just, a, it's just, I feel like, and there was a time where I was getting these calls from him in the middle of the night after we hadn't talked for a while, this was years ago. Mm-hmm. And it, but it was like the messages were just like marbles. Paranoid. Oh, yeah. They were paranoid and he was trying to talk because I, you know, I was a journalist. And so he was trying to like reach out to me to get this crazy story of his yeah. out. Um, and then he tried to reach me on Facebook and I ended up. And this I feel I, – I blocked him because mm-hmm. I was like – at this point, it's like I have little kids and I was afraid. Right. And I just didn't feel safe. Right. But I don't – but I feel – but I think like this is this was like one of my best friends. It's very – we are the real victims. Yeah. We are. I mean, it, it's, it is it's crazy. It's just sad all around. Well, we had – we – you know, I, I, I've talked about this person that I lost uh, in 2021 who very – not drugs but alcohol mm-hmm. and got to the point where – um, all of our friends, I mean, we tried yeah. as much as we could. We tried as much as we could. Um, but he was the guy who, he was a mom's boy and his mom, he'd call his mom and be like, oh yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, isolation from COVID and like alcohol. Yeah. And we got that call one day oh. and, and it was just like, What? So yeah, there's a I get it cuz you're just like what could I have done? Right. And it's it's crazy because I was the last person to see him alive. Mm. And I remember when I went home that day, I knew I knew he got in my car, we went driving, that was like our thing. We'd like put on the radio, listen to some, you know, catch up. Um and I remember when he left, when he got out of my car, he was sitting in my car forever and we were laughing. I'm like, "Okay, get out of my car." <laughs> but I knew he didn't want to leave cuz it was like going up into that whatever darkness he right. was living in. Um, but I remember leaving and texting him that day. Mm-hmm. That, like, literally when I got home from dropping him off, was like, you don't look well. I'm concerned. Here is a program. You mm-hmm. can do it on Zoom. You don't have to go anywhere. No judgment. No, just please take care of yourself. And I, I, I don't want to see you die. Mm. And nine days later. Wow. Did he respond to your text? Uh, you know what? I think he said thank you. I think it was just real short and mm-hmm. like thank you. I appreciate that, but yeah, it's so hard. It's, it's hard. really hard, and it's it, it really like really fucks you up because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like you know so, like you're used to seeing this person all the time, and yeah. it, you know I had to tell my friends, especially like we're going through this period of grief where we're just kind of like you know. Oh, he should have been here. Oh, he would have loved this song. Oh, he would have loved this movie. Like, oh, this reminds me of the time when we all were, you know, there's all these memories. Mm -hmm. And it's rather, it's the the, the hard part about that is people come and go in your life, right? 
But then there's the people who leave the earth. Right. Like, they didn't move to Mexico. Yes. They're not in Florida. You know, they didn't go to Connecticut for the summer. No, they're just gone from the planet. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to wrap our heads around. Yeah. I, so, um, well, I'm going to bring it down now. Oh, right. But, but I'm fine. My my dad died in July. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, But I was saying to someone, it's really surreal. Yeah. And- and I meant loss of a parent is surreal, but they were like, yeah, how could it not be? And I realized they meant just like loss of anyone is surreal. Loss of and anyone really is. is surreal. It's really it's like terrifying. It's, it's hard to wrap your head around the idea that you're just gone. You're one just day. gone. Like, and it's that's what's so scary about the world now. It's just like. Bye, and you don't. You never know, you yeah. know and it's that's what's so. T- you could just be ripped from mm-hmm. everyone's life, and then everyone just kind of has to deal with it. And I was really angry for a long time. I was like, "How how selfish of you! Like, why really?" But not. But had to like put that aside, yeah. right? And go, "Wow, this this is how bad it was." And it was he 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 just tapped out. You know, he's just like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Was it suicide? Well, I mean, pretty much. Okay. You know? So like a, right, like he drank himself yeah. to death. But do you think he intentionally wanted to end his life? <sighs> no. No. Right. He just couldn't help himself. Yeah. There's just like, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. It's a really, being angry at someone who's no longer alive is a really weird feeling mm-hmm. so we i have found it to be like a really like what the fuck do i do with this yeah i don't know where to put it yeah you know where do i put this anger yeah. and like you know and <laughs> losing my dad has actually been one of the um easier <laughs> sounds ridiculous to say mm-hmm. but like easier an easier loss than a couple of the others i've experienced when i was younger because at least with the loss of my dad, I'm not angry at the world. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like an injustice. Like, yeah. it's it's sad, and I miss him so much. And, of course, I'm mourning, and I'm grieved. But it's not like, this was a young person. This wasn't supposed to happen, right. you know? Because that's, I'm like a real injustice kind of person. And with, um, when I was like 22, I lost someone to suicide, and... That was just like this really upsetting, eye-opening experience mm-hmm. of like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not – this was a – and now, you know, I see it a little bit differently too, but it was just like like something – there was a huge breakdown here. Like, this was no, – like, this person slipped through the cracks is how I felt. Yeah. And I feel – and that was just a really hard time, like 20, 2021 – 2022 because there was just people left and right just dropping we had like so many comics who passed away like just other people in my life you know friends co-workers were just like what is going on so i mean it's just it's just really really sad Mm -hmm. i agree with you Mm -hmm. um okay so tracing this came out so when you went to San to uh, beautiful San Dimas, mm-hmm. where rate the home of Raging Waters, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> to where the ten and the two ten meet in San Dimas. That used to be their commercial. I don't know if it still is. Um, did you call? Or did you say to your aunt like, "Here's what's going on. I need a break." Um, I don't really remember. I think my I think my stepdad like called because she was out here in the vicinity in the area, and he was like, "Can Justin stay with you 
to um like figure it out i guess mm-hmm. i yeah and she was very very sweet opened her heart opened her home and yeah i was there for like god i don't even remember and it was so crazy that i lived that far away i lived you know over an hour away and i would drive into la oh wow for work for like yeah i would like auditions and whatever mm-hmm. um and yeah, it just kind of like cleaned me up and everything. And then I got a, a gig at the Lake Tahoe Shakespeare Festival that summer. Oh, so cool. that was well, kind of like, huh? What were you doing there? Plays, theater. Who, but who were you playing? Outdoor theater. Oh, that's so cool. Um, yeah, I was in. God, what what did we do that year? We did much to do about nothing. We did Hamlet. Oh no, we did Macbeth. We did mm-hmm. Macbeth. And we did Comedy of Errors, and we did um, As You Like It. How cool. Yeah. So, and it was gorgeous. It was like, a t- you're with an ensemble of people. You're spending the summer together. You're learning. You're putting together a, a piece of art. And then we get, went to Lake Tahoe, and it was like outside on the water with the full moon. It was gorgeous. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, Did, were you playing leads? Yeah. Well, I mean... Were you Macbeth? No, no, but I Banquo. was. I was no. Who was I in Macbeth? Oh, I was um, Malcolm. Okay. So I was like the like love interest or like the the supporting character. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, when that was over, uh, I had a friend of mine named Kate, and she was like, um, who actually lives out here now, and she's a mom of two, and it's crazy, and mm-hmm. I miss her, and I need to see her. Um, but she was the one who was like, do you want to move back to, you want to move to LA after this is all done? I was like, no, I did it. I've done it already. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. She's like, come on, it'll be fun this time. And I was like, all right. And if I had not done that. What would you be doing, do you think? Oh, teaching pottery. <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere in Arizona. I have no idea. <laughs> I think about that and I'm like, I have, I honestly have no idea. Probably a teacher or mm-hmm. um do you do pottery? Or no. Is that just, okay. I would just pick it up because <laughs> well, I have, have nothing to. to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, exactly. in, inevitably, it would lead to pottery. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's 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 comedy and stand-up in LA. Then it goes straight to pottery. Pottery after, in yeah. Arizona. Can we talk about the scourge? It's not really a scourge, but it's an epidemic of people who have pottery wheels in their own home. Is that a thing? It. I know more than you'd think. Really? Number of people who, yeah. And I did pottery in eighth grade. Uh, we had an art program and, and they had like wheels and stuff and I really enjoyed it. And like, should I get a wheel? That's a you decision. <laughs> this is like Elvis and me, pottery wheel I don't want, no, I don't want your me. husband being like, Justin told her to get a pottery wheel. <laughs> and she's like, sorry, he okay. said. I know. It just, you know, it's just, it's, you can't just get a pottery wheel. Because yeah. then you also need to have clay. You need to have a kiln. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Sort of like you can't just get a horse. Yeah. You have to have land. Right. A fence. Mm-hmm. A, a barn, barn. A tack. Trough. A trough. Yeah. A bale. Mm-hmm. A saddle. Mm-hmm. Blinders. A crop. Shoes. Shoes. Mm-hmm. Tools for shoes. Yeah. So I guess nails Ugh. and a hammer yeah. or something. Yeah. And yeah, I always was like, how is that not hurting them to be 
like nailing this into their hoof. But then people explain, what's well, like fingernails? And I'm like, stick a, na- a, a nail in my fingernail and that's going to hurt. But I get it. Mm-hmm. It's thick and it's keratin and mm-hmm. all that. Um, what made you decide to start your award-winning podcast, Just Saying? Oh, well, I mean, um, I just loved it. I loved, I loved talking about like pop culture and I like talking about like stories in the news and I like talking about like, nostalgic things and um covid was really what what did it mm-hmm. like i had a podcast with uh, a friend of mine at the time and we did a uh we got together in her living room and had a blast doing it and what was like, it what was that one it was called glitter and garbage she's still doing it now mm-hmm. on her own um but um you know i was ready to like go bigger and be like hey i want to get in a studio and mm-hmm. i want to start like you know, want to get off the couch and like, let's really like make this something big. And it was just kind of like creative differences and she wanted to stay small. And I was like, well, I got to go. Bye. (laughs) And yeah, that was, that was it. Like, Mm. and we were like really good friends for a really long time and we haven't spoken in like two years. Oh, because of that podcast ruining friendships. Uh That dovetails into the next topic a a little bit later. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but like, no. And, and, and so luckily I, I, the comedy store was like, yeah, we're starting a a podcast network. Do you want to come in? And it was just great. And I played around with it and figured out the kinks and, Mm -hmm. you know, tightened it up. And then it, it just kind of blew up and, um, I've done like everybody's podcast and I have my friends who I perform with every night. I'm like, Hey, do you want to do my podcast? They're like, yes, cool. Yes, please. And I'm like, all right, come on in. That's so awesome. We just have a good time. And so that's, that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been doing it now? The podcast? Yeah. Oh, this one? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, uh, just saying I've been doing, we just, let's see, two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in January we hit our hundredth episode. Nice. Yeah. The comedy store studios look so good. It's the video fun. It looks really good. And they, they've really stepped it up. They really stepped it up. It's like they cleared out an old basement, but yeah, they, we got like a budget, like curtains and cameras and yeah, I, I love it. My team is just really awesome and really good at their jobs mm-hmm. and we just click. So now the thing that I had hinted at, okay. podcast ruining friendships. Oh yes, go <laughs> so, on. Okay. Uh-huh. I do not know the full story of you, Juicy Scoop, Heather McDonald, mm-hmm. Jeff Lewis, mm-hmm. Krista, mm-hmm. something about earrings, mm-hmm. something about guesting. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. What but was I, the last one? Something about what? Guesting. Oh, guesting. Yeah, yeah. like whether you're allowed to guest on oh, other, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. But I know that there is something, something mm-hmm. involving all of this mm-hmm. um, conflict, what mm-hmm. I mean to say. Can mm-hmm. you explain it to me? And I'll tell you what I'm going to ask. Yeah. What I'm going to ask is, like, emotionally, how has this been for you? Because I was uh, I was on the Adam Carolla show for a mm-hmm. number of years. Um, when we went our separate ways, then there was, like, I was caught up in this similar sort of, like, conflict. And it was really unpleasant. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I look back on that and I think, like, if I could have just... If I had a different attitude about everything, I almost like maybe I I should have seen it as this opportunity. Like it was getting tons of attention and tons of clicks, mm-hmm. but I was just like, I want this to go away as fast as possible. Yeah, I mean, very similar, you know. Um, 
<sighs> I'm trying to think of what I want to say because if this gets back to her, mm-hmm. I don't want her to be popping up an emergency Patreon <laughs> and to shouting. To what, give her side? or To, you know, get more money in her bank account and feed this monster that we've all just completely have moved on from, mm-hmm. but it's for some weird reason she cannot. And she's literally going out of her way or out of her way to villainize us, make us look bad, come for us. Um, where we're just constantly getting like bullied. Like I get randoms <laughs> just coming into my DM saying like, kill yourself. And I, oh click, my God. and I click on that person. And it's like a mother of three middle school teacher. And I'm like, is this what you're teaching children? Wow. Like that's terrifying. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, emotionally, I'm okay. It's it's definitely been a um, mindfuck. Yeah. Um, because I'm doing what I've what I love, and when you think you know somebody and you think you're friends with somebody, and then all of a sudden you just don't hear from them ever again, but then they're going on social media and going off about you. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard from this person since the end of August. No connection, no phone call, no apology. And that was the bigger issue. It was not about earrings. It was never about earrings. It was never about earrings. And how lame. How lame if it was about earrings. No, the issue was (laughs) you were a shitty friend. When I needed you... Somebody who has been there for you, who has held your hand when you have fallen in the bushes drunk, (laughs) who has... You were the hand holder. uh, Yeah. Like, I was there when she passed out on stage to make sure she was Mm -hmm. okay. I was calling in. I was the phone call, you know, when all this shit went down with her and Megan, who I didn't even know at the time. And she was calling me and crying me and being like, oh, my God, you know, this, 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 and this. And it's my fucking birthday. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's my birthday, you know. Wait, um, is Megan Jeff Lewis's co-host? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and so it's just so sophomoric and mm-hmm. so immature. And it's just, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we're now at a point now where people are DMing me and they're like, are you ever going to forgive her? Are you ever going to forgive her? I'm not. I will never forgive her. I will never forgive her. I will accept an apology, mm-hmm. but I will never forgive her. And the reason I will not forgive her is because of that incident that I talked about with my friend who passed away. Because after that happened, I went and did a Juicy Scoop episode and we talked about that. And she reached over and she was very consoling and like, I'm so sorry, da da da. And this was me sharing my truth and yeah. like putting it out there. Maybe someone can benefit from listening to this. And when the. When I found out she was talking shit about me on her Patreon, that's when I decided I was going to come forward and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what? No, 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 no. Here's the timeline. Here are the facts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to you for free. You're welcome. Stop making fucking money off my name. Sorry, I'm cussing so much. It's okay. It's just... It's fucking um, fine. And the comment that I saw um, that was sent to me was a comment that read, Justin is the reason his ex-boyfriend killed himself. And she liked it. Oh, my God. I didn't didn't know it was your ex-boyfriend. 
Yes, but we maintained a friendship for years. But we were friends. Oh, yes. I see. So yes. you guys had been together. You weren't together at the right. time. No, 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 no. Right. Yeah. So we were um we were off and on for like ten plus years, but we remained friends. Oh my god. Yeah. So definitely special in my life. Yeah. And for her to do that, that's when I was like, Oh, this this person's right. awful. Right. Like there's no <sighs> I'm just getting like enraged by it. And so I've said my piece. I've moved on. Then I find out that, you know, she wasn't allowing me to work. <laughs> like, what? She was not letting me go on Jeff Lewis Live. Like, Jeff was like, I'd love to have you on, but I can't because Heather won't let me, which made no sense to me. Right. So this was like out. Did How did that come up between you and Jeff Lewis where you found I ran out? into him one night at the Bourbon Room and um, uh. He told me, he was like, I'd love to have you on, but, you know, Heather won't let me. And I was like, well, that's so stupid. Like, when you I, heard that, were you just like, what the fuck? Or, yes, absolutely. Because yeah. I was like, I'm a comic. We all do each other's mm-hmm. shit. We all do each other's podcasts. We, like, what? And I did not realize that it was like a territorial thing. She was like, you can have... And all uh, other people on the show were allowed to go do it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do it. I would go do shows for her and open up for her, you know, as her supporting act. And... At the beginning, it would be like, oh, I could go to the meet and greet and hang out and take pictures afterwards. But then later on, just stay in the green room. I'm going to go do the meet and greets real fast, just kind of like get through them real fast because I don't want us to like hang out all you know night. And so I'm like, oh, I can't even go meet the fans now. So stuff was just adding up. Mm-hmm. And then when the earrings came up. Yes. Okay. Please explain the earrings. The earrings are just... She lost a pair of earrings. Her friend let her borrow something, and she lost them. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is about how much they are, the material aspect of it, because that's right. all she fucking cares about. How much they're worth. Oh, my God. I would never. You know, she's saying, like, I went to Catholic school. We just weren't told to return things. What are you talking Wait, about? What? <laughs> yes. Like, just the, 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 uh, the, uh, I don't even want to, like, give it any more air, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh. But it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing that she is stooping to this level. So my under, so what I, ha- but I feel like the earrings is like this recent thing. But it was like she borrowed a pair of earrings yeah. from a woman named Krista, right? Yes. She lost one of them or she something. She lost one of them. Found- it was in her Instagram where the earring fell off. Apparently they were like real diamonds. Right. And, and so then- they were three, They she was told they were $3,000, right? And so she wrote a check. Is that right? And then she was like, wait a minute, and got the... The so other earring appraised, appraised months they they after were, the fact that she wrote fake. the check. And then she's like, oh, they're fake. Look, everyone, bombshell, they're fake. It's like, girl, move on. Yeah. All you have to do is just say, I'm sorry, I lost your stupid earring. Like, is this what's important to you? Over right. a friendship? Over multiple friendships. And it's so weird how there's no accountability. Right. There's no, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess, yeah, it's accountability. Just saying, I messed up. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry I wasn't there for my friend. I asked her, hey, can you tell your people to like back up off me? I'm getting like death threats and hate and all this stuff. Oh, just, you know, turn your account to private. You're what? a comedian. You know, you know not to read comments. Did you ever, um, confront her about liking that comment like does she know that you saw it absolutely she knows what what happened oh I, oh that one specific i don't know but that's the thing because that was the first thing right the first thing was 
Um, God, what was the first? I mean, my God. Or was it the Jeff, so much. the Jeff Lewis thing? No, the first thing, the first thing was me. I, I was the one that like blew everything up just because I don't like somebody who, you know, I've tried to work to get to a point in my career and she's like, you're just jealous of my career. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, no, that's when not did it, she say sis. But, um, um, it was my podcast where I kind of laid everything out. And the last time I, the last time I heard from her, she texted me two hours before my podcast dropped. And she says, you better not say anything defamatory about me. And this is after she had done the Patreon about you though, right? Yeah. So, cause, cause your podcast, so it's okay free for her to talk was, shit about somebody else as long as she's getting paid. Of, yeah. 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 And did you know what she had said on no. that episode? No, but I think it was just like, oh, oh, yeah, she did. She was saying something like, oh, we just weren't clicking as as good as we were. Um, he just seemed kind of over it. He seemed like, um, uh, like, like it wasn't good enough for him anymore. And I'm like, lady, shut up. But what, <laughs> but what was it? What was it that she was picking up on that made her do the episode? Uh, well, I was doing uh, Radio Andy with John Hill, and John Hill and I grew up in San Antonio together, and um, we had a caller come in, and she was like, what's going on with you and Heather? Because I had not been on... Oh, so that's so the Juicy listeners yeah. noticed that you hadn't been on in a little while. Yeah, and I also canceled some tour dates with her, okay. because I was just like, like right. wh- I'm not going to go and pretend like everything is okay with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. You had asked her to do a show mm-hmm. for Trans Lives, mm-hmm. right? And she had, was it was that one of the first things? Uh, that was one of the many oh, red the flags. Okay. Yeah, Got I it. mean, I was hosting a, a, a telethon that raised over six hundred thousand dollars for anti uh, anti trans uh, anti LGBTQ legislation that mm-hmm. was being passed in the states. Like it was just you know because that's where we're at. You yeah. know, we have to have a telethon for this shit mm-hmm. now. And I had like Charlize Theron, I had Lance Bass, I had actual like celebrities. Leslie Jones, drop of a hat, got to the studio. We wrote a sketch, shot it for free. Wow. Charity. Imagine. <laughs> and I remember doing a juicy scoop with her and I was like, Hey, um, I'm hosting this event. It's gonna be it's been picked up by Rolling Stone, it's been picked up by um uh got like um uh, the advocate. Uh it's it's the Trevor Project's involved, you know, all this other stuff. And I told her what it was for, and she was like, mm, I don't think my fans would really appreciate that. And I looked at her, and I was like, what? Hmm. And her assistant at the time, Annie, was like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like yeah, you heard that, right? So, of course, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Right. But it's for somebody who wants to be famous so bad, <laughs> you would think, it'd be like, who's doing it? I'm in, yeah. you know? Um. But then all of a sudden she turned it into like, I need I need all the details in front of me. I don't know where it's being donated. I don't know. Girl, shut up. What do you make of that? Like what? Like. Well, I mean. What do I think of that? No. What do you what do you what do you think is the reason she didn't want to do it? Because she was afraid she would get backlash from her followers. OK. Are her followers anti trans anti-lgbtq i think there are uh some numerous 
Okay. Yes. What, where do you think, and maybe you don't know, but I'm, well, I guess because the reason I asked is because like, there's, there's two options I see, which is one, she doesn't want flack from her followers or two, she doesn't personally support the cause. I think it's both. Honestly, I think it's both. I think the only reason that I was there, any other gay person that was there, it made her look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And But when you actually ask a friend who calls himself an ally to step up, that's when you actually see someone's character. And when they look you in the face and say no... That's right. when you go, really? It's like if a Jewish person was like, hey, I'm doing an or- I'm doing this thing to stop anti-Semitism that's going on in our country. Mm, no. Yeah. I don't think my fans would really like that. What? <laughs> that is how I would. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's the yeah. same thing. Right. Oh, I don't know where the money's going. I don't know really. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure, Jan. <laughs> you know? And so at the end of the day. It's over. We've all moved on. I'm now with Jeff Lewis. I'm having a blast. Everyone's like, watch your back. He's going to turn on you too. And I'm just kind of like, if it gets to that point, it gets to that point. So she and Jeff have had a falling out too. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. And I cut you off before. No, no, You were saying that some, you were on with John Hill. Mm -hmm. Someone called in to say what's up. And asked us what was like going on. And I honestly was, I said the words, I was like, um, I'm honestly over all the grown woman drama. Hmm. That's what I said. I didn't say white woman drama. I said grown woman drama. Mm-hmm. And she used that to to fuel her base to be like, did you hear that? He thinks you're all old women. Go after him. So I had all these like middle-aged women being like, you're ageist. No one knows you except when you were on Heather. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like, I'm like, shit, y'all, I've been doing this for 14 years. I hosted my own show on E. Um, I've been on. Oh. Why are you so wait? You had Thank like a you. Yeah. entertainment inter- interview show, right? Yeah, it was what the fashion. Yeah, on I a, listened to it that. Was so much fun. Yeah, we had a great time. So it's like it's this this whole rhetoric of like no one knew who you were before Heather. I'm like, who is this this why why are y'all worshiping this bronze bull? You know, or whatever it is. Was it gold? Golden golden yeah, the golden, golden calf. calf. Yeah, yeah, the golden, golden cow. And I like was, Bronze Bowl, too. Bronze Bowl is fun, too. Yeah. That could be like a, a Harry Potter yeah, pub or something. Right. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, all you have to do is say, I'm sorry. Mm. That's it. That's what you teach your children. Yeah. This is not a child. <laughs> and it's the, the behavior is so de- disgusting, delusional, and it's getting violent. Wait, what? The, the 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 rhetoric is getting violent because it's like the 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 mindset now is just social. You know, you never know. Oh, social media is crazy. Social media I've is insane. But been, I'm like, what happens if I just go outside one day, right? And some fanatic, you what you did to Heather was wrong, you know? And then the next thing I know, I'm getting like kicked in the face or something. You know, it's just insane. And Krista's like a mother, a single mother, and she's not a public figure. And she's sending these vultures to like attack this woman daily. And it's just, and she's, and she's using the word single mother, single mother, single mother. She's a single mother. What is she, like what is she trying to imply to you? Think? That it's dirty. Mm. That she's less than because right. she doesn't have a husband and like a nucleus family. And has, it's so gross. Has anyone actually said anything to you in person? 
no. I have not. Good. Because they're all cowards. You know what I mean? And it's just crazy. I've done like Joe Rogan. I've done Your Mom's House. I've done like all these bigger podcasts with these like huge comedians. I've never had this from a uh, Bravo. Right. (laughs) Like pop culture podcast. So it's just it's just wild. It's over. And the fact that she's still going, it's just, wow. I don't even know how to describe it because it's just bonkers. I think yeah. she did her whole like reveal podcast um, about the earrings, you know, because of course. Mm-hmm. And now she's mad because she didn't get enough attention from it. She's like, none of my friends have called me to... Talk about my podcast that I dropped. It's like, oh my <laughs> god, cringe. Yeah, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. And of, of course, people are like, "Don't talk about it. Don't talk. You know, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it." And I've stopped talking about it. I have mm-hmm. not talked about this. I, I drew you back in. No, no, no. I but I mean, like, I haven't talked about this since August. And the last thing I want is people being like, "Let's get her side." There's no side. Whatever side. There's no side. This is the real. We're in the real right now. We're in the present. No one's lying. No one's backstabbing. We're not plotting and colluding. We're not trying to ruin her. We're living our lives. We're doing our thing. We're going home. We're hanging out with our loved ones. We're eating dinner. We're going shopping. We're doing things. Did you ever, did you confront her about telling Jeff that you couldn't go on the show? Did I say it again? Sorry. Did you ever talk to her about the fact that she told Jeff you could not go no. on his show? No. What do you think would have been her explanation for that? Uh, she would have told me that uh, she doesn't want. Uh, I think she said this in something. Um, and it made no sense. Uh, shocking. She was like, I don't want us to have very similar podcasts. Mm. So it's like, if you have all of my people, which there was like Brandy, Julie, right. um, Fortune, uh, and I think that, no, and then there was like a couple other people, I think, that were allowed to go on. But she was like, I don't want, I don't want my friends being poached. She was very mm-hmm. big on friend poaching. She was very mad that I, would be, that I became friends with Krista because God forbid we're close in age. You know, um, very mad that I became friends with her. And yeah. And it's just it's just really sad. We're just at a point now where it's just kind of we wake up every morning and go, what now? What happened in the middle of the night? What happened? <coughs> what did the fucking Patreon say at this time? It's really sad. It's so it's really sad because you sad. guys were friends. So we were yeah. absolutely. But. Rather than being a friend mm-hmm. and saying, hey, can we go grab a coffee? Right. I'm really sorry if I offended you or made you feel uncomfortable. I'm really sorry about the actions that I did to make you feel this way. Mm-hmm. And I apologize. The slate's clean. And she will never do that. Ever. If- and people are saying it's my fault. That I have created this whole thing. I'm just a real person. I don't care. I've been, I don't have, my goal is to put in good work and make people laugh and be successful. 
Some people just want to be famous and some people just want to be rich. And when there's no substance, you know. If I said to her, what happened? Like why, what, you know, because I imagine she's probably hurt too, right? In the same way that you're hurt by, would you, or, or sorry, let me back up. Do you think she is hurt? Um, in a sense, because I think she thinks in her head she's the victim. Of what, though? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but really, though. Because she... Think she thinks that we all colluded. Mm. She loves the word collusion. <laughs> um, That we all got together in our, you know, castle basement with torches lit on the walls. Mm. We had our cloaks on so our identities couldn't be revealed. And we all, you know... Made a blood oath to mm. ruin her and to come after her sponsorships and real and, uh, and I'm like, no, girl, you're doing that on your own. Come after her sponsorships. Yeah, she had sponsors drop her because when that suicide comment was oh, liked, oh yeah, she had a sponsor that that was like, nope. I mean, because the internet people just copy, right. put that up on, and it gets around. Like, there's no thought process. Mm-hmm. It's just like, here it is. Look what they did. Look what yeah. they did to me. Look what they did to your God, <laughs> you know, and it's like it's 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 baffling. It's baffling. And I feel sad. And a lot of people have said that the 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 energy of it has shifted. The show itself has shifted. You know, she was saying like um, this was, you know, this was the best thing for my career because I didn't need her anymore. I can start. I'm like, people followed me before you. Like this ego. Yeah. The ego, the narcissism. She is a classic narcissist. Mm-hmm. And this behavior that she's showing now is exactly how you deal with a narcissist and you make them um, realize they're a narcissist is you starve them from attention and that's when the unhinging begins. Right. And that's what we are seeing now. It's it's interesting because she hasn't mentioned. Oh, sorry, she hasn't okay. mentioned my name at all. She's mentioned Chris's name. She's mentioned Jeff's name, and she does not say my name at all. And I am the one person, the one person that this is all about. Mm-hmm. What does that say? Right? Yeah. Um. I mean, the whole thing, it sort of, it feels like a reality show, except it's not a reality show. I'm so glad you said that, because it absolutely is. It is the real podcasters yes. of Hollywood. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, she's created her own mm-hmm. Bravo series. Right. If she's not going to be on Bravo or Housewives, mm-hmm. then by God, she's going to create her own. Right. She's creating her own AI but, <laughs> multiverse. <laughs> but is she like a, a, you know, calculating genius who's like scripting this out and is like, this is going to keep people engrossed? Because mm-hmm. I think they are probably engrossed. Mm-hmm. Or, but like, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like that, though. It seems like this is all very real to everyone, right? I mean, I know it's real to you. Like to to like the other players involved. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I'm asking: is it is it very real to her, or is it like? I guess it's. Is is this like a storyline, or is is this very real? 
to her is the question. That's a good question. I wish I knew the answer to because I am I, I have asked myself, what is the end game? Mm-hmm. Does one of us have to die? <laughs> Honestly. When does this end? Wow. When does this end? Yeah. Is this will ever will this ever be over? What are we doing? Are we getting a season two? <laughs> because she's still Right. Oh, you guys don't know about this. Like, like what are what are you trying to do? Ruin mm-hmm. our families? Are you trying to like what are you trying to do? Right. I think that's an honest question. What is the end game? Everyone's getting right. annoyed. Is it, is it content? It might be content. I don't know. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you're getting trolled like that. that oh, well, I mean, sucks. that's fine, you know, but it's just so funny when it happens to her, the comments disappear or, you know, it's, it's, but for someone, for the advice that she gave you, just don't read them. Don't look at them. See that, that is like, no, <laughs> Yeah. It's Oh, it is so easy because I've been in this situation. It is so easy for other people to say, oh, just don't look at it. Just don't. But then yeah. when they're the target of it, it's like very painful for them. And it's like, yeah, because it's very painful. But also, yes, it's very painful. But also those people who say that have social media managers who do all their social posts for them. Right. So they never read them anyways. Right. Which I can't wait to get to that level. Yeah. <laughs> Take my yeah. phone. I know. I know. Um. Uh. All right. We have some questions okay. that listeners sent in on Patreon. Patreon.com mm-hmm. slash Allison Rosen. That's where you go. Okay. Julie B says, I just saw him at the store. Loved oh. his set. What did he do for Halloween? Does he have any LA Halloween traditions? Oh, that's a sweet question. Um, What did I do for Halloween? Was that... And what were you? I did dress up like Elvis Presley, and my boyfriend dressed up as Priscilla. Oh, I I love it! That (laughs) horse stealer. Yes, horse stealer. And do you have any LA Halloween traditions? Uh, I don't have any. I mean, we have been doing like Halloween horror nights. I kind of want to do one of those like really fun immersive spook rooms. Oh God! Like where they have like a theme, like Mm -hmm. delusion. I think one of them (laughs) is called like delusion or something like that. Oh, that's my husband's deodorant. (laughs) That's the name of it. Bravo! (laughs) Well done. Um, delusion. That's <laughs> some other people's deodorant as well. Um, and then no, but for Dia de los Muertos, we watch Coco. Oh, nice! I love that movie. Um, One movie that can make me cry every time I see it. Coco. I need to like Ugh. sit down and actually watch it because I have two little kids whom mm-hmm. you met. It's been on in this house like four hundred times, oh, I and I but I've only caught bits of it. I've never uh, seen it all the way through. You have to watch it all the way through. It's so special. Mm, okay, I'm realizing a fair amount of these questions are about what we already talked about. Sure, Roxanne Ramirez, are you planning to discuss the Jeff Lewis situation? Mm-hmm. We does. We did. We does. <laughs> there you go, Roxanne. Yeah, <laughs> Lori. What does he think about the earrings being fake? Uh, I love uh. his podcast. I loved him on Heather's podcast. I hope one day they can be together again. No, it's not happening. And then Lori said, ah, my Catholic guilt for asking that question. (laughs) Okay, new question. I'm borrowing this one from Fitzdog Radio. Have you ever not finished a set? What is that, Greg Fitzsimmons? Yeah. Oh, I love him. I saw, oh my God, can I just tell a really quick funny story? Please. He and I co-host a podcast Uh, called Childish. I love him. I had him on my podcast. I love him so much. Talk about a fun relationship that we've like actually gotten to know each other. Mm-hmm. He last night at the comedy store was finishing his set and <laughs> he brought up another comic and the other comic was on a show called The Real The Real How ha- Wait, The Real Husbands of Hollywood? Oh the- yeah, I've, like The Real Yes, I've heard of this. Yes, but <laughs> Greg's like, "All right everyone, listen up. It's going <laughs> to He's like, "This next comic over the stage is a good friend of mine." Listen, he is the creator 
of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I'm watching oh him. Oh, my God. And, and he's, in all seriousness, he thought he he's nailed it. Yeah, oh, my God. And then the, the comic comes out, and That's he hilarious. gets off the stage, and I see him in the hallway, and I go, I saw what happened. And he's like, no! And he gave me a high five, and I was like, oh, my God, that was the funniest moment. Because everyone's expecting, like, Andy Cohen right, to walk out right, and be like, I'm right. trying stand-up. Um, That's so funny. But, yes, uh, uh, have I ever not finished a mm-hmm. set? Like, just walked off the stage? I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how Greg uses this question. No, no, I've never... I mean, or just decided, like, I'm cutting this one short, I guess? I don't know. I think I've done that, I'm sure. But I've never just been like, all right, bye. <laughs> no, but I feel like, I feel like I've... I Yeah, I think I've cut one short a couple couple times when I first started. And what what would be the reason for doing that? Um, Not knowing how long you've been going i think i did it because like somebody wasn't there Mm. this is when i had to learn what the light meant (laughs) because like somebody wasn't there and in my head i'm like i've been up here for like 20 minutes right and i'm only supposed to do 15 right and then i see the light pop up or i'm like okay i'm done bye because it hasn't lit and they're Mm. like no 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 no. we were just running you long because someone's not here yet and i'm like oh shit you know um but no i don't think i've ever been unless it's just been a really dull room and i'm like Okay, and this was fun. Bye. <laughs> like, okay. Right. Peace out. Um, okay. Now my newish segment that I'm experimenting with. Okay. Product picks from podcast guests or podcast pals product picks or a name that I haven't even come up with yet that's better than any of those. But I lately have been escaping real life in the world of watching like TikToks about skincare and Botox uh-huh. and aesthetic treatments. And um, I'm just, you know, shopping and all this stuff. Cause it's like this non-dramatic world. Uh, so I would like to <laughs> know course. what are some of your favorite products? I will tell you right now what some of my favorite products are. Um, one of them is pretty boy moisturizer. Oh, I haven't even heard of it. You haven't? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. Prettyboy.com, I believe. And it is a skincare that I saw on Instagram and the, uh, socials for it were so interesting. And it's a six in one face moisturizer that helps with dark circles, lines, um, uh, dermatitis or uh red spots on Mm -hmm. your face um and it's these two guys in santa monica they started their own business and i swear by it your skin looks really good i noticed it when you walked in i swear by it the moisturizer it's just a moisturizer and i know guys are just very like oh my god i don't need a skincare routine you don't need one because this is honestly like get out of the shower dry your face three pumps fingertips put it all over mm-hmm. and your skin just soaks it up and it's just the best and i have seborrheic dermatitis where you know i would get like hot spots on my mm-hmm. face and oh it can't even you have crystal clear skin i mean honestly like you put it on like i'll put it on like on my face before i go to bed and i wake up and it's like already gone it's wow. crazy and i love it I, it's it's keels sure but honestly <laughs> this one i've tried everything and this one's just a solid product what do you wash your face with what do i wash my face with do you have like a face wash no do you just use a, use a no, soap no i have shower? well i have a i have a soap guy you do <laughs> yes it's a fgs a- it's called fucking good soap and it's a, a a a guy again on instagram fgs and it's like all organic like 
like natural soaps and mm-hmm. it's just really good and they smell really good and they have really funny names to them and like but they're just really really right. good and i just wash my body and my face with that what else what else do you love i love cozy earth oh my god do you Wait, know what cozy earth is i know that name you've probably seen ads for it and stuff on instagram yeah and like facebook and stuff and so like it's a um it's a uh a clothing line but they also have like a towel line mm-hmm. uh socks sheets the sheets they have duvets they have a new cuddle blanket which is insane what is the cuddle blanket oh it's just like it's like a like perfectly weighted blanket but it feels like mink it's so this. soft i need this blanket so do soft. you have the blanket i do have the what blanket. color do you have it in it's uh like a chestnut Okay. It's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And, but they have like men's clothes too. They have joggers, uh, crewnecks, polos, shorts. No, oh, these aren't them. Um, um, hoodies, mm-hmm. jackets, pajamas, everything. Oprah's favorite things, like six years in a row. I oh, really? swear by them. Yes. Maybe that's how I've heard of it. It's so good. Okay. And, um, I've just been working with them because I love them so much. I gave them as gifts to my family last year. My uh, my uh, sister in law had a baby um, in March, so mm-hmm. I got the baby. They had a baby blanket, like a oh, cozy wow. earth baby blanket. I got them like some new sheets for their anniversary, and it's just so comfortable. It's bamboo, temperature adjusting. Um, uh, I mean, what else is it? It's like it's it, it's just the softest like feel okay i'm sold sold keeps you warm (laughs) it keeps you cool the sheets are amazing um and i have a promo code oh what is it it's justin martindale 40 justin martindale 40 and you get 40 percent off your uh final price which is a great deal especially with the holidays coming up it's the perfect if you have a wife if you have a husband if you have a boyfriend girlfriend anything like you have a body you have a body yeah it's so justin martindale 40 okay i love them um what else? Think, what else what else what, what else what else i mean um, i could like take you through your day i uh, <laughs> like what what <laughs> what you use at th- different points you know like go to bed in the kitchen do you cook i do anything yeah. you love in the kitchen oh ah the cuisinart air fryer oh do you know what that is yeah i think we have well uh, i don't we have a cuisinart air fryer that's uh, also like a it's like a toaster oven uh, air fryer. Is that what yours is? Mine's not a wait. It's it's a, it roasts, mm-hmm. it air fries, and it toasts. Right? I don't know if it toasts. Maybe it does toast. I mean, it looks like it looks like a toaster oven, though, right? It's got the little door. It has you pull a little open. drawer that you pull it out. Oh, a dr- you pull it in a drawer. It has a drawer. Yeah, this is different than ours. Then okay, but it's probably. Like I think there's like a family version of it. Maybe yeah. But I am addicted to it. I had no idea what an air fryer was until like last year and now it's just like i swear by it like dinners I, uh so i good. am very late to the air frying me trend too well i'm like my husband air fries everything makes a lot of stuff like if, if the kids are gonna have nuggets he'll put it in the air fryer and i'm sure they come out better that's a good I put husband in, in the microwave how dare you i know i'm a terrible i'm, I'm a neglectful child protective mother. services right now <laughs> right. hold on yeah um yeah you i put feel, your chicken nuggets in the microwave well it's the kids nuggets so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, what, you know. They'll eat whatever I put in yeah, front of them. Yeah, <laughs> texture's not important to them. Um, yes, there's a number of things that I'll just put in the microwave because uh, it works. Uh, but I guess it's like not, they're not as crispy. Yeah. 
Okay, so air fryings. Yeah. The times that I've air fried, I've just like burnt things. It no, happens fast. It's so weird. Once you get the 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 hang of it, I think that's the thing. I don't I don't have my air fry skills. It's so easy. I never adjust the time or the temperature. Mm-hmm. It's like if it's if it's frozen, I do it for like sixteen minutes. That's like the chicken, like right? Chicken tenderloins. Sure. Um, if it's already like fried or something, six minutes. Okay, I'm writing down KitchenAid. No, Cuisinart. Yes. Cuisinart air fryer. Yes. Did you ever have an Instant Pot? No. Oh, my God. You just made me remember another favorite thing I just got. It's called... Oh, my God. Hold on. Can I look it up? Yeah, sure. Oh, the Navage. Is this a thing for your nose? Yes. I am such a sucker. What does it do? Because I have been so congested yes. and I've been thinking like I need to get you know a neti pot or a yes. navage or something but I don't I haven't oh uh, well I I guess targeted ads just get me <laughs> Seems- because I was seeing this and I was like I've never been able to do a neti pot mm-hmm. ever it's just weird it's like do you just like end up dousing your face I've yeah, never just used drowning drowning in my you know my own sink right um I've never been able to do it. You just like put it there Water and it just come yourself. No, never been able to do it. And so then I saw like people being like, oh my God. And you just like put this thing in your nose. It comes with little saline packets that you mm. pop the top, you put the saline packet and then it like opens it when it closes and all the saline comes out. My boyfriend has like terrible congestion and sinuses and we were just waking up just like, and I'm like, maybe it's the change of season. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're sick. I don't know what's happening. Um, but it is so fascinating. It's so weird and so interesting because when he would do it, it wouldn't, it wasn't going in. Hmm. Like it wasn't, it goes up one nostril and take, it goes all right. the way to the back of your side. Oh my God. And it drains out into, so one of the other things takes it in the water, the water's on top and then it goes to the bottom, mm-hmm. but it goes through your whole nasal passage. So you feel it like going around the back of you your head? You don't feel head. like going around, but like there are times where you'll get like a little drip of saline solution. Right. Or like, to me, it feels like you're going underwater, like in a swimming pool. But like you have to be breathing through your mouth. Yeah, you're breathing you and you can talk and kind of, mm-hmm. like it's just kind of like this, you know. Does and it hurt at all? No, but it's it like is It is an me. interesting feeling at first because you're like, what? Because it's like, <sighs> It sucks onto your nose because oh. it's water, right? Yeah. So you don't want to like dripping out of your mm-hmm. nose. And then when you pull it out, there's like a little bit of drainage of water. But like afterwards, you're like, wow, okay. Wait, so it like sucks the mucus out of your face? No, 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 no. no. It just, oh. it just pushes, it just pushes all of that mm-hmm. into the bottom containment. And not like the containers filled with like boogers and stuff like that. But there is like, you'll see like dust and mucus and, but it's not like disgusting. I don't know unless you have a really bad cold or something. But right. I love it because I was doing like I gotta, Afrin. Maybe I need to get one of these. It's oh, kind Afrin of is like very bad, right? Because well, I've yeah. never used. I've never it used. It works it. though, and then you need it. You need it, and then like I would be just like walking around, and all of a sudden my nose would start bleeding. Oh, because <laughs> it's just because it dries out your sinuses. Yeah. So just the smallest little thing, it'd be like ah, you know. Mm. And I had nosebleeds a lot when I was a kid. So I mean. It's just weird when adult walks around right. Target with a bloody nose. <laughs> it's suggestive of drugs. Exactly. But the drug is Afrin. I'm addicted yeah. to Afrin. Yeah. No, I, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else that I just love, 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 love. Any hair thing? Oh, hair. Oh, yeah. Aveda hair texturizing. 
That's my favorite. If you are anybody with hair, <laughs> um, this is the Greg best. Fitzsimmons. We're not talking to not you. Not you, Greg. Sorry. Um, keep that fedora on, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, um, it's called the Air Aveda Hair Texturizing. It's in like a blackish brownish bottle. And what I do is, it's the best hair texture volume mm-hmm. I've is ever it like a used. Gel? No, it's a spray. Oh, okay. So you get out of the shower, you dry your hair off, leave it a little damp, and then what I do is I get it and just sometimes you know I put a lot more in just to give it a little more pop, and then blow dry it. And you, for me, it's like it's the style is there when I blow dry it, and then I'll take a little bit of. the Aveda hair cream and just kind of fix it, give it some shape. And then I spray it with Aussie. I can't believe I'm giving out my hair secrets. I know. Um, then I spray it with Aussie um, Insta Freeze. It's the best hairspray. And it's gone everywhere I go. Aussie Insta Freeze. And this is like a drugstore hairspray, yeah, like right? CVS, yeah, like CVS. Like, but like Aussie, the brand. Right. So it's like in a purple bottle, Aussie Insta Freeze. I'm going to have to try that. Or freeze, something like that. But it's like the maximum hold hairspray. It's the best hairspray. They also have it in a spritz, but I don't like the spritz. Give me the aerosol. Like it gets it done. I feel the same. I feel the same. Gets it done. And, you know, if it's, if your windows are closed in your bathroom, you're not hurting the ozone. So I, my understanding, (laughs) I didn't even realize this, but I was told that they have fixed the ozone. I think they probably have. Yeah. And I don't think that the, chlorofluorocarbons are in the hairspray anymore. I I have a spritz versus aerosol situation as well. The makeup setting spray that I Mm -hmm. use is spritz. And I, every time I use it, I think to myself, if this were an aerosol, it it would, it would go on so much better because the first spritz is like too much, like in my, in one. And it's it's like goopy. It's not being evenly applied. Right, right, right. But every hairspray I've had that's aerosol, it gets clogged. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know how to avoid that, but I feel like I end up throwing out, it's been a long time since I bought hairspray, but I have just a lifetime of throwing away expensive bottles of hairspray because I, I can't get them to come out. I had the same thing happen to mine. It was yeah. the Aveda hairspray, which I love too. That's mm-hmm. actually really good. And it creates like a net, an Ooh. invisible net over your hair. Okay. And same thing, it got clogged yeah. and I try to put it under the sink and like rinse right and rinse get that- the hole off right oh mm-hmm. that sounds so weird no i know exactly uh, what you mean yeah and then like the try to use a little bidet on it yes oh that's another thing oh really yes but i but the top popped off and i couldn't use it ever mm. again and i was yeah. like no and i tried to put it back on and it's just like a full bottle of just hairspray right and it's still there like i'm gonna try to fix have, it again I have this as well i have like a graveyard of hairsprays <laughs> yeah and then I press them, and I can just feel the pressure yeah. building up. And sometimes it's it'll be like, explode. Yes, yeah. I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I should uh, just, I should get rid of them. Okay, the bidet. I just entered my bidet era. Oh, congratulations! Do you have a bidet? Um, no, but I need to get one. We have my husband and I. This is how romantic we are. Have dirty we have, butts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, we have uh, given each other like wait what a coupon? <laughs> okay, or not a coupon, but like. We have said, like, choose the bidet you want. We've both given oh. this to each other, and then we haven't actually, like, made our bidet dreams come true. Because, you could, yes, you can get this the one that attaches to your toilet, but we're like, 
you know, let's indulge because it's indulge. a gift and get the like you want Toto the Washlet one, right? The, yeah, like, the one that's like heated seat and turns on when you, you know, enter the house. Krista and- has that one. Oh yeah, and it's insane because mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw it, like we, you like walk by and it's like. Hello. <laughs> like it doesn't talk. I wish right. it would talk. No, but, but like it opens just the up. seat just yeah. opens up and you're like <gasps> there's like a blue light in there. Mm-hmm. There's like options. Right. It's got a remote so control. So many options. Mm-hmm. Like you can too, drive. Too many options probably. Too many options, but like I think it like even like might like elevate you. I'm not even sure. It, it ejects you off the seat. Yeah, you're to, just like, right. Mm, yeah, but I mean, I have the tushy, and that's bomb. I love it. So it, that doesn't have heating, though, right? I know. I'm a peasant still, no, but No, Greg yes. Fitzsimmons also has that, I believe. With a tushy? I don't know if he has the tushy brand, but yeah. I know he has just a cold water bidet, and he's all about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I. It makes you feel rich. Like, you... It's insane. It's insane. And it just, it's so weird that it's like such a thing because I'm just like, oh my God, it's its bonkers how long I've been going yeah. without a bidet. And now there's like uh, like portable, like not portable, but like, you know, right. put it in your toilet. And I don't Wait, have yeah, a, I need to do this. I, I don't have to a do tank. This. I have a tankless toilet. Oh. So my toilet's like one of those old gym toilets. Right. You know, you know right. that's it. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I don't think I can have one because it has to connect to your tank. You could totally connect it the- from your sink to the toilet. It's crazy. And like, it saves you so much money on toilet paper, mm-hmm. saves you so much money on like wipes. Yeah, because my husband's all about the wipes. And I'm like, how fast are you going through these? Because we are, we can't afford the wipes. I know. You save, I haven't bought toilet paper in probably three or four months. And we got this it is installed. Revolutionized. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so you don't even have any toilet paper in your house? I have toilet paper in the house. You just haven't I mean, need to buy it. You don't need to use it, right? Like you it's just, like a pre, it's like a hybrid. There, you massage your, you know, it's like Tushy. pressure and just go to town, and you're just ah, uh, it's the best. You're just like, mm. and then because I was doubting, and then I just took like a square of toilet paper, just one, mm. which I've never done in my life. Yeah, no, who does that? <laughs> and I was like, just to check. Mm-hmm. Wow, insane. Wow, and it's the best too. So it's like if you're like out in the sun all day or like it's very european mm-hmm. just sit down and mm. if you're out in the sun all day oh you mean like just to freshen up just to freshen up yeah just a little uh, right like the know? powdering your nose version of for your butt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow it's the best you have evangelized for me <laughs> i am i need to get change. your christmas wish list ready yeah yeah this has been great oh good thank you so of course much. of course now do you happen to have did you um do you know what do you know what just me or everyone is did you see it was on my email oh god um it's okay if you if you don't uh-huh sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone just me or everyone it's a segment i do where it's like something you think or do and you're like is it just me or is it everyone so an example would be um uh you know you're at a, like i'll be at a restaurant and i know what i want to order and i close the menu but then as soon as the server comes by i have to open it up again because i like instantly forget like that's a lot of people have that or just like a quirk or something where you wonder like does everyone have this or just me oh okay here's one is it just me or everyone um, I see a line and I say, no, 
That is not just you. Okay. I. Like today, we were leaving the Grove Mm -hmm. and we drove down Fairfax. And I don't know what is going on on Fairfax, but there's always like a line of people like waiting out the door, like all the way down. Pinks? No, that's not not Pinks, but it's like it's like a uh, it's like either a pop up or Mm -hmm. something like that. I'm not standing in line to go shop. No, I have bailed on like I was thinking of buying this one thing Mm -hmm. or two things. Then it's like a huge line. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. No, I walked out of Costco for that reason. At a girl, <laughs> Costco. I'll see you all in hell. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, you or, miss me with that shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, Costco. For me to even Costco and Target are hard for me. Uh-huh. I, I instantly want to leave both of them. I don't know why. It just feels like a huge undertaking. I know people love Target. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the love for Target. I get that. Here's another one. Is it just me, or do you? Sit on the plane when it lands. Like, do you sit there? Because everyone, I feel like, just stands up. Oh, no. I sit. That's not just you. I'm like, where are you going? Yeah. Just wait. And actually... Wait your turn. The last few times we've flown with the kids, we take it one further and just wait until everyone else gets off the plane to get off because it's just easier than, like, feeling like we're holding everyone up. So we sit till the very end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just. But no, I don't. Uh, I don't do the stand and hover. No, it's, it's uncomfortable. So weird. It's so weird. And if, but um, unless you're like at the front of right. the plane and yeah. you're like, okay, I can mm-hmm. stay. But yeah, I, um, that's one. Of I do try to like gather up all my things though before that moment because I I want to be ready. I want to be nimble <laughs> and ready to go. Oh, up I'm the, plane. the same way too. Yeah. I'm like, I want to have everything just. Like, I yes. want it to be a clean exit. Yes, you exactly. Know? Like a bidet. bidet. I was thinking the exact mm-hmm, same mm-hmm, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin Martindale. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh, we're done. This was delightful. Yes, it was really fun. Thank Please you for having me. Plug all your stuff. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, if you were in Colorado Springs, I will be at the Three East Comedy Club on December 1st and 2nd, I believe. It's on the website, E3's comedy.com i believe um and then i will be on when does this come out is monday this, oh this comes out monday mm-hmm. um i will be on jeff lewis live again uh this thursday and um god i'm trying to remember what else um, Your social media. my my podcast just saying with justin martindale you can watch it on youtube and you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast and uh, my instagram at justin martindale um and I have all the other stuff in my link tree on my Instagram. So, yeah, it's all there. I see. I do like 15,000 plugs at the end. <laughs> but lately, I've just been thinking like I should just tell people to just go to my link tree yeah. because it is all there. It's all there. Yeah. And oh, my, yeah. yeah. No, no I was going to say uh, Thursday, uh, January, January, Thursday, December 16th. No. Thursday, November, November. 16th. Yes, I have no right. idea what month it is. It's like four o'clock and it's dark outside. I know it's confusing. Huh. So Thursday, November sixteenth, I'm at the Bourbon Room Ooh. with Jody Sweeten from Full Love House. Her, yeah. She's doing her show uh, called Family Dinner, where uh, she brings on several comics and we all just kind of sit around and tell stories and stuff like that. So that should be pretty fun. That's Thursday. This 
coming Thursday. So that'll be fun too. How fun. Yeah. Do you guys actually eat on stage or do you just- I think so. I have to like bring a dish and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to bring. We have been invited to this big Thanksgiving, all preschool level Thanksgiving feast for my son's school. And his grade is supposed to bring mains. What? Like the main dish. Oh, main, sorry. I- I was like, what's a main? (laughs) Like, yeah, so it's a pot, it's a pot. Like the main dish, like the turkey. Well, so that is my question. Yeah. Because. Is this the new game? Is it just me or. (laughs) Every family that's going to bring turkey. Uh huh. And I asked the the room mom and she said she didn't really, she's like, I think as long as it's not dessert or salad, you're fine. But it's like, so should we bring turkey or should we bring like lasagna? Is it supposed to be Thanksgiving? There's no, we've received no information. This is awful. I feel I feel like we should just go buy a lasagna and bring that. I feel like you need to burn the school down. That's what I <laughs> Or that. Yeah. Wait, how many main how many people have mains? I think there's like sixteen no! kids in his class. But how many have mains? Sixteen. Yeah, there's... no, our whole class is mains. There's another whole class that is sides and another whole class. So there's is... gonna be sixteen people making turkey for well, a school. So that's why I think we shouldn't bring turkey. Well, that's the main. I know. <laughs> well, or what other mains are there? I mean, I would say a lasagna. That could be fun. I feel, yeah. That's a main. Right. I um, don't know what another, like, I, I'm just going, I'm just, I'm just zagging and, and they're zigging. Do not be that family that's like, we're going to bring the turducken. Like, don't, no, you know, that's I'm not going to get so fancy. thirsty. Or a tofurkey, though. Or what about to- that? Don't do anything don't, with tofu. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, or like a, uh, What's it called? Honey baked ham. I think it's too late. That's a good one. A honey baked ham. That'd be good. But you know other people are going to do that. What if we get there and no... But see, what if no one has brought turkey? Everyone's like, we're not going to bring turkey because someone's going to bring it. And then there's no turkey. (laughs) That's going to happen. I need to... This is what I need to know. I need to know, is this supposed to be a thanks... Is is this like Thanksgiving food that we're supposed to be Mm -hmm. having? How is there no... Like moderator, yeah. How is no one? How, I know. I don't know. It's n- n- the teacher in the class has been radio. Maybe silent. I'll ask the teacher. Was, no, she said RSVP with the room mom, and then the room mom said to me that she's like, I found out about it at the same time all of you did. I could probably get more clarification, but I'm a little bit like, well, I can't get in trouble right now. I should probably find out a little more. Should find out, but like, I also, that's BS. For the side kids and the dessert kids, so yeah. easy. Oh, okay. Thank you. you know I thought I, mean? you, I thought you were saying it's BS the way they have to bring a dessert or a side. No, no. I feel you we know have what? Been give, Let's put a curse given... out on the sides, kids. Okay. Yeah. I hope they all come with <laughs> lumpy bring... mashed potatoes. <laughs> I was gonna say. Hope they all bring green bean casserole. Yeah. You know? <laughs> all the green bean casserole. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, because there's someone out there who's like, well, who's gonna bring the cranberry sauce? Who cares? I hate cranberry sauce. Oh, really? Ugh. And you you like it. I like cranberry sauce and I like green bean casserole. I like green bean casserole. Okay. You just like like not all the green bean casserole. Right, 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 right. Like, ugh, cranberry sauce is just so bizarre to me. Like Mm -hmm. homemade or like in the can with the gel. In the can with the. With the suction. The. But it just just jiggles on out. Yeah. 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 Upon it looks like he- that thing from Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, I mean, yeah. upon hearing us talk about it, I see where it's gross. <laughs> I do, I do see that. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, but well, I, I like it when it's like a like a, a a cranberry with cranberries in it, yeah, like a chutney or something. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that. Mm-hmm. I see that. Um. Anyway, my link tree. 
Mm-hmm. If you go to my Instagram, Allison Rosen, the link tree is in the bio and you can get to all my stuff. But I do, of course, have to mention a few of them. I already mentioned patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. If you go for an annual subscription, you get two months free. Patreon. Uh, also, I have a newsletter, allisonrosen.substack.com. I have a merch store. Go to my web link tree or my website, allisonrosen.com, and you can find that. Um, my book, Tropical Attire Encouraged and Other Phrases That Scare Me, is being re-released for the five-year anniversary on Black Friday. And I wrote five new essays, uh, which I am proud of. And it has like a, a, we've revamped the cover and stuff. So be on the lookout for that. Um, And I've been curating. I've got Amazon, my Amazon storefront. I've got another storefront. All this stuff is in my link tree. So check that out and follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much. Oh, and youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Please subscribe and like, etc. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. So much fun. Thank you for having me. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time.